Good morning, everybody. You're tuned into Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I'm your host, DeVille D.I. Now, first and foremost, we're going to stop. We're going to take a second to remember the legend, the icon that is Stan Lee. Moment of silence. Now, people are like, DeVille, why are you doing a moment of silence for Stan Lee? Because Stan Lee is an awesome inspiration to me, personally. First of all, if you don't know who Stan Lee is, you must have been living under a rock. Or either you're just, I don't know how you don't know who Stan Lee is. Stan Lee is the man that brought us Marvel Marvel Comics, the Marvel Universe. He has given us so many great cameos over the years. That's why, uh, you know, it actually kind of hit me when I find out that he passed. I, he passed from pneumonia is what I'm reading. And I found out from my ex-wife, I was at work and I got a text. I looked down at my phone and said, Stan Lee is dead. Now, me and my ex-wife, our daughter, we all are huge fans of anything and everything Marvel. Matter of fact, one of the games that me and my daughter play, have been playing for years, is every time we go to a Marvel movie, and we've seen them all literally, is we play... Who can find Stanley? So, you watch the movie, the whole movie. We don't mention anything about it until the movie is over. And then we ask each other, did you see Stanley? And then we discuss where he was or whatever. And even her mom will call me. And, you know, if I go see the movie before that she does, she'll call me and ask, you know, was Stanley in the movie? Like, yeah, like, well, don't tell me where he was. Because, you know, it's just a thing that we get a a kick out of, man. You know, he gave us a great escape, you know, from reality with his, these comic books and these films that he created, man. Because I've been a comic book fan since I was a kid. I used to dig through the couch and find change. So that I could run down to this little store. We had this little store in my neighborhood down in Valdosta called Swanee Swifty. And at this time, you could still buy comic books from like little gas stations and stuff like that. Gas station. I don't. I haven't seen a gas station, a magazine in a gas station in a while. But back then, it was real commonplace. And I'm not talking about, you know, these uh, nudie mags and DVDs nowadays they selling nudie mags and nudie DVDs and uh, smoke paraphernalias. Back when I was a kid, man, you went in there and you find it would be like what was the what was the magazine? It was Yo. There was a magazine called Yo. It was a hip hop magazine. I remember that. You probably find like East Bay, the sneaker magazine, Teen. Uh, then you have the, the the muscle mags, the muscle bodybuilding magazines, the ebony magazines, and the, the 
I forget what they call it, those little books that people use to pick lottery numbers and maps and comic books. And I'd gather up my little change, find whatever change I could, and run down to the Swanee Swifty and buy just literally whatever comic book that they had, everything from uh, Venom, Wolverine. I like Batman. Batman's not Marvel, but Batman. Who doesn't like Batman? Iron Man, Captain America, even though I didn't never really care for Captain America. Literally, what I just bought whatever comic book that they had, man. So that was a special part of my childhood and in my adulthood when, you know, we started getting the Avengers movies and the, the, the Wolverine movies and the X-Men movies and the Deadpools and everything, man. And we were wondering why Stanley wasn't in the, the Deadpool 2. But someone told me that there was a painting of Stanley in the X-Men mansion in the Deadpool 2 movie. But we were discussing, you know, why he wasn't in there. And I looked it up on the internet, of course. And they were saying that he, they, uh, it was reported that he was sick at the time. So he couldn't do uh that movie but yeah man stanley man a legend legend hands down now let's keep it moving right along another person has been murdered by the police this time it was a security guard security guard who was responding to a altercation at a club in the he worked at security at a bar in the Chicago suburbs and a shooting a shooting broke out at this bar where he was working so he was able to use his firearm to subdue the suspect and he has the suspect subdued he, he's on him he has his knee in his back he has his gun drawn on him you know, he's in control of the situation. And then the police show up. And reports say that they almost immediately upon arriving on the scene opened fire on this security guard. While the patrons of the bar were screaming, stop, no, he's security. Now, it's just something that I'm not understanding because this is just happening way too often. And yes, he was african-american black however you want to classify it this is just happening way too often too repeatedly now i understand you show up tensions is high there's reports of a shooting you show up you see a guy on top of another guy with a gun but you don't even take the time to assess the situation you just open fire on the guy but yet and still i said it before and i'm gonna say it again and i'm said until somebody listens yet and still you're able to bring in countless countless mass shooters that kill multiple people even police officers these people are able to be brought into custody alive and well but it just seems like every time the police show up and you know a black person that just so happens to be involved they end up getting shot it's crazy now another thing that was kind of uh 
weird about it. I had just recently went through this uh, myself. Not well. Let me tell you the story. I had a package delivered, and the package ended up being delivered to my neighbor's house. So I knew it was at my neighbor's house because the address. I put the wrong address down. I put it to where they should have been a three. So. Just have using common knowledge, you know, you have the even numbers on one side of the street, the odd numbers on the other side of the street. So I'm figuring this my package had to be delivered across the street because I do, you know, uh, depending on what it is, if I know I'm not going to be home, I'll, I'll just mark it for the post office to leave it on the porch because generally I'm somewhere in the area. So I get the alert that my package is delivered and I'll take my break uh, or stop whatever I'm doing. And I'll go back to the house, pick my pick my package up, put it away and, you know, go back to work or whatever I was doing. So I get I get home. I type in the address that I typed in for delivery, just to GPS it, just to make sure. And yes, it's 60 feet away. So this is directly across the street and I go over there to get my package and as I'm leaving the yard with my package the first thought after after I picked up the package and started out of the yard the first thought that ran through my head was man I hope no one sees me and calls the police now yes I was a hundred percent you know in the right I wasn't stealing I was technically trespassing because I I didn't have permission to be where I was but I did go up and I knocked uh rung the doorbell and see if somebody answered before I you know put the package but at the end of the day the package is mine so I'm not gonna just leave my package on someone else's porch and wait for them to come home and give me permission to take something that I paid for but it ran through my head man I hope nobody sees this and calls the police because it's dark it's night it's dark well you know nowadays it's right now it's getting dark at like five o'clock so it's probably like seven I'm like it's dark you know i'm a black guy walking out of my neighbor's yard with a package in my hand i hope the police don't show up just because it's not a lot of times it's not ending well for us in those type of situations and the last thing that I need is is to be uh, a headline that your boy was gunned down while retrieving his own package from his neighbor's yard, man. But it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous time we live in right now. The way things is going, and you have to be conscious of those type of things. And I even, <laughs> I even made sure that I made the effort to contact uh, my neighbor and. Uh, because I did have I did have their their number once I thought about it, they had given me their number when I first moved in. So I contacted them, left a voicemail, sent the text, and wrote a note, and left it. Went back and left the note on the door because I didn't want there to be no misunderstandings. Because I do not want the police showing up on my doorstep. Because as we know, it's not even safe in your own home nowadays man and on top of that i had a funny dream i know y'all it wasn't really funny it was kind of weird but i know y'all love and enjoy me uh telling you about my dreams but give me a second let me take a a sip right quick i'm feeling kind of parched and i know y'all don't want to hear me smacking 
trying to uh, wet my mouth on this microphone. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, man, I had this weirdest dream that me and two of my buddies were riding around in my girl's car. We went to a gas station. So me and one guy, we go in the gas station, and the other guy's at the pump. Now, when we come out of the gas station, the guy at the pump is doing something weird. I don't even know what he was doing, but it was weird, and there was fluids leaking. So, me and my buddy, this is a dream now. Keep up with the story. Me and my other buddy were like, oh, no, we got nothing to do with that. And we walk off until he's done whatever he's doing. So, we come back to the car after he's like, oh, yeah, straight. We come back to the car. Basically, we're trying not to blow up. So, we come back to the car. And I'm trying to get in the backseat. I'm like, you drive. And he's like, no, you drive, my but you got the keys. He's like, no, you drive. I don't want to drive a car. Da, 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 da. So, whatever. I drive the car. And we get probably two blocks, three blocks away from where we were. And boom, we get lit up by the police. Pull over. And I had some gloves on because it's cold. And I was like, let me take my gloves off. So he doesn't think anything's weird going on, you know, because who drives a car wearing gloves? So I have my hands up in where they can be seen and I'm pulling at the fingers of my gloves trying to get off. And the guy walks up, the officer walks up and it's like, whoa, and immediately draws down on me. I'm like, oh, snap. So get out of the car. I get out of the car. We're all out of the car. And, you know, he tells me. He tells me to get out of the car, and then he's like, okay, tells the other officer, you know, cuff him. And the second officer's like, no, this is, we can't just take him down and book him because this is a ticketable offense. So me and my partners, we're looking at each other like, yeah, thanks a lot, young cop, for helping us out. And then he looks at the other guy and realizes that, he is the one that was messing around with the pump. So evidently in my dream, this is third person was doing something he shouldn't have been doing to the pump. And that's why everything was leaking. And that's why we got pulled over and I got drawn down on. But that's neither here nor there. And y'all didn't hear, come here listen to me talk about my dreams. Y'all came here for some morning discipline. So that's what I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. What is that? Y'all excuse me for a second, man. My phone just lit up, you know, and how it, it, it's distracting when you're doing something. And we're so used to these phones and having these phones in our hand that, you know, we tend to give them our immediate attention when something happens with them. So, look, either way, I digress. Back to the morning motivation. Morning motivation today came from a quote that I see from Don Miguel Ruiz. There's a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when you take nothing personal. Now, my morning disciplines is always coming from, well, at least lately. I know at one point I used to, you know, do a lot of reading, a lot of quotes and whatever. But this is the first time in a while I've done a quote what the universe provides so well. 
and this actually reminded me of situations, excuse me, that I have been encountering lately where people, you know, on their jobs, in their businesses, in their trying to, uh, you know, establish their networks are taking things too personal too often. You know what I mean? You go up to someone and you say, hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, you got a minute? And you actually told no. I mean, usually doesn't happen too often. But, you know, you're trying to get a conversation with someone they're like, no, you got a minute? No. And we take it to the heart. Or we go some, we go try to make a sale. We try to give our little sales pitch and we get turned down. We take it to the heart. Somebody gets promoted and we feel like we should have been the one to get promoted. We take it to the heart. We got to stop taking these things so personally because at the end of the day, business is business. And in business, you always should attempt to make the best decision for the business and you should never apologize for making that decision whether it was right or wrong so if you're gonna take that attitude in the business now i know all of, all of us you know there may be a few people who let their who lead with their heart and do things because they feel like that it's the right thing to do but for the most part, I'm going to say that most of us are making our but business decisions and our financial decisions and decisions for our future. We're trying to make the decision that's best for the business. And now, when we do that, we expect the people who are on the other end of the decisions that we make to be uh, understanding and accepting of the decisions that we made, of the conclusions that we've come to of why we need to make these specific decisions that we made. We have to extend that same amount of courtesy and respect to everyone else around us. Yeah, maybe the guy brushed you off because he was actually busy or maybe he just didn't feel like talking to you or maybe he just he knows what you're coming in there for and right now I just don't got time for that. Either way, we still have to respect the fact that we were told no because no is not the end-all, be-all to any situation. You take that no and you keep it moving. You keep it stepping. You go on about your business. You know, just like <laughs> there's going to be another person that you can ask in five to ten minutes if you're really, you know, on your, out here on your grind and you're really getting busy. You know, because when you take it personal, then you start harboring feelings and, you know, then it starts to make you nervous about the next go around. And now you start building up the anxiety and then that leads to procrastination. And now you don't really want to ask because last time somebody said no. But if you didn't take that to the heart and you just brush that off, think about the guys who go out here and ask. They'll go out in one day and they'll ask. <laughs> five ten girls for their number you know how many times they get told no but the next girl they see come along walking down the street they're gonna jump up and ask her for that number too because they didn't take the first one the first no personally they didn't take that rejection personally it's like oh okay oh well 
keep it moving. You missed out. The next person comes along, they're going to jump on this gravy train. <laughs> you know, stop taking everything so personal. It's just business, people. Make the best decision for your business and respect the fact that everybody else around you is making the best decision for theirs. Now, take this information I give you, finish your breakfast, and get out there and get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference. Thank all y'all for tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille D. out of the podcast and sharing my thoughts and going down this rabbit hole with me. I really appreciate each and every Last one of y'all, if you have not yet, go over to Facebook, look up Thoughts by DeVille D.I. and follow that page, man. It's building, it's building, it's gaining momentum, it's growing. We got some nice interests in uh, videos and memes on there, man. If you like to get a laugh in through the day, I update it daily. It's not a dead, uh, it's not a dead page. It's updated daily, sometimes several times a day. I'm just trying to keep uh, hitting y'all off. With this great and amazing content as much and as frequently as I can. But that's enough of that. Y'all get out there and have an amazing day.